doing? And to podcast. It is said that in the final days of Potter August 2023, everyone had bad dreams. To the west of the north of that world, the listeners would gather in the celebration of no canine episodes until 2024 to banish the horrible memories of Sarah Jane Series 3. Each and every one of those people had dreamt of the depressing, depressing, depressingness of Children of Earth. And that's when the terrible things to come, such as Taffney in the Time Loop and the Lost Library of Ukko and Robot Copper. But they forgot, because they must. Just as they forgot we did Series 4 this year, which I do. They forgot their nightmares of... Robot dogs and Odd Bob the Clown and war and insanity. They forgot. Except for the time we do do this one, because we're talking about, uh, talking about a big one. And they're, they're, they to remember this one, because it's quite big. Hello. This is the end of time. But guess what? It's the end of time. But it's 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 also one and two. It's parts one and two. So it's actually the end of two I'm and the end of one I'm. Uh, one I'm is me and two I'm is you. And uh, I'm going to continue. <laughs> oh, great. No, I, I, I was wait. I, I thought you were building I, up to something. I am built. I'm. I know I'm building. I, I'm. There, I'm. I'm. I'm currently suffering from one of the, the strangest neurological things I've happened in my life. Can I that, just um, say yeah. uh, real quick? I have something mm. I want to point out. When Donna mm. begins to remember her adventures with the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, there's a flash of a Jadoon. She's never mm-hmm. seen a Jadoon, so uh, uh, explain uh, that. I can explain Ex- to you. Uh, uh, in series four, don't episodes, you dare say twelve. The uh, the stolen earth they go to the shadow oh, proclamation. Right, right. Of course, you are cancelled. You're cancelled. As if you'll I'm be cancelled. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, the end of time broadcast December twenty fifth, two thousand nine. This is actually going on on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. So you know, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Happy Kwanzaa, um, Happy uh, Blonde Ma- Master Day, mm-hmm. and ha- Happy New Year! Because it's also because part two was January first, twenty ten. This is the end of the two thousands and the start of the of the twenty tens. Wow! Um, yeah. Wow! Wow! Uh, speak, speaking of wow, the length of this gist. Um, so everyone on Earth, Jesus Christ. Okay, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to see. I want to hear this. Go. Every, okay, everyone go on Earth keeps having bad like visions and bad dreams of this laughing man, and then forgetting that they've had those dreams, except for one person, which is Wilfred Mott, who's informed of this mysterious lady who keeps like popping up the things are in motion, which uh, an omniscient narrator confirms. Uh, meanwhile, the Doctor has been like avoiding Ud Sigma for a long time. He's been like, ghosting his text. He's been like you know going everywhere that he won't be. Um, but then he finally shows up to hear what's going on. Um, Ood Brian Cox conform, uh, informs the doctor that he took too long and it might be too late to stop the nightmares they've been having. Uh, wait, wait, that's Brian Cox? Because I, I literally had a note that said, this guy sounds like Brian Cox. It is Brian Cox. <laughs> um, we'll get to Ood Brian Cox later because of an important question. Um, anyway, uh, the, the Ood... 
a circular, like here's what we've been seeing. And they show um, this vision of the laughing man who the doctor confirms is the master, who's dead, obviously. Um, Wilfred Mott sitting alone in a cafe. A politician and his daughter, who we learn are Joshua Naismith and his daughter. And then Lucy Saxon, and he learns that the, the, the ring, when he burned the master, the ring fell off his hand. And um, uh, a member of, it turns out that the master had like a cult of like loyal followers. Um, and they planned to resurrect his body with potions he left behind. Uh, but Lucy is like an anti-potion that she throws in as he's been resurrected. Um, and it turns him, uh, like, it It kind of it, 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 it doesn't stop the process, but like it kind of messed up to a point where like he's completely lost the track of himself um he's just like hungry and he's uh like physically unstable he's turned into like a skeleton um will finds a doctor who's chasing the master and tries to get him to restore don's memories but the doctor's like no leave me alone and will's like but doctor she's getting married and then he's like no um and the master's kidnapped by some black ops soldiers and the doctor learns that Joshua Naismith kidnapped him. He's been doing some weird stuff. Um, they go to Naismith's house. Uh, they find some aliens working undercover and this alien machine called the Gate, which um, we heard about in The Wedding of Sarah Jane Smith when the trickster was like, the gate waits for you. And he's like, what? He's like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, the doctor is that the master plans to use a tool basically turn the entire human race into himself. Because it actually heals entire plants based on genetic makeup. Master does this, except Wolf is saved by putting put into this little, this little kind of gate of its own, like a little kind of nuclear thing. And Donner is somehow saved. Uh, but like even like Barack Obama is turned into the master. Uh, we learned that the narrator is Rassilon, president of the Time Lords, who plans to use the master to bring Gallifrey out of the Time War, blah, 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 blah. Banking the master, not only how desperate the High Council have become. And on the master's desire to basically get the trouble of his head, they're going to use the master to like uh, bring them back. Uh, they want to become like beings of pure energy, like ungoverned by time or space or whatever. Uh, Wolf gives the doctor a gun that he uses to basically threaten both sides of the argument of the master and the time lords. Uh, he also sees a woman that Wolf has been talking to a lot, and she like gives him his look, and he's like, "Oh God." Um, anyway, he shoots the machine that has Time Lords and Gallifrey, which is after coming back. That's from the, the, the He Will Knock for Times prophecy. Um, the, the, he shoots the machine that, that basically sends him back, and the master sacrifices himself to push the, the Timothy Dalton back into, into hell. Um, and the doctor's like, I survived! Oh my god, I survived! And Wolf, who's in the, the gate thing again, knocks four times on the, on the glass door. And the doctor kind of rants about having to like give his life up for Wolf, and he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he gives his life to Wolf. Um, he's like irradiated himself, which triggers like a long process of regeneration, which allows him to see like you know Martha and Sarah Jane and Jack before he gives Donna a lottery ticket um, via Wolf and Sylvia, and he visits Rose at this then January two thousand five. And he stumbles into his TARDIS and turns into Matt Smith and he destroys the console room and he flies off. Whew. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> Weird, huh? Uh, um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start potions or do you want to start when with When I um... first saw this, <laughs> when I first saw this, I thought it was cringe. I have, this is the first time I'm watching this episode in maybe 12 years. Mm-hmm. It's not cringe. Mm-hmm. It's goat. It's goaded with the sauce. It's got the riz. Mm. It's got the, the oud riz. The oud riz. I think it's so, it's so funny. I, I just mm. think... <laughs> It's such a good episode. It's such an insane episode. It's so mm-hmm. insane that, like, you have this entire master plot, and then it's like, yeah, and the Time Lords are back, and you're like, <laughs> oh, my God. But at no point do you go, like, Jesus Christ, this is far too much. What is going on? Um, it's so well-balanced. It's so well-acted. It's so well-done. Mm. Here's the one thing I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. I think if I was Stephen Moffat, you know, we have the, the, the benefit of time and we have mm-hmm. the benefit of saying 
And, and then Doctor Who went on to become even more popular. But if I was Stephen Moffat and RTD handed me this, I would have looked at him and said, like, damn, bro, save some for the rest of us. <laughs> it feels like, like this is like, this is the last episode of Doctor Who ever. And it's like, mm. but it's not. The whole time they're like, oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. No, oh, this is it. This is the end. This is the, oh, this is over. It's all over. I got to say goodbye to everybody because it's over. It's like, oh, but you're regenerating into Matt Smith in like 10 minutes. That's that's why that moment where the Ood goes like, uh, this song is ending, but the story never ends. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of like tacked on as if they were like, oh, this, we're making this too final. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why that's why we have people who are still like, oh, you know, I never got over David Tennant going away. You know, I feel like this is kind of like a it's great. It's good. I love it. I, I, I have a great time with it, but simultaneously i'm like i don't know guys it it does feel like this is such a final bit like a finality of it Mm -hmm. and there is the yin universe reason of he thinks this is the last time he'll regenerate Mm -hmm. which is why he goes to seize everybody but nobody will fucking remember that guy (laughs) like nobody cares nobody's gonna remember that Mm. so it's like on one, one hand i'm like it's very in character for this the most selfish doctor of all time to be like, oh, I'm going to make this a whole fucking deal. To, to the point that I, I wish, I hope that when he got into that Guardians of the Edge thing, that the mm-hmm. Sixth Doctor just gave him a noogie, like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh my god, you are so... But at the same time, like from the perspective of the show as a whole, it really does feel like RTD was like, and now I'm closing the book? On all of Doctor Who. And Stephen mm-hmm. Moffat was like, but, uh, but what I'm about to... And all of Doctor Who is now <laughs> over. But I'm gonna... It is over. Let us see everyone we ever saw before because they're never gonna come back again. And it's like, what? It, it, I don't know. Did you feel like that too? Or is it just me? I mean, it, there is a definite sense of like it being a finale. And it does feel like, you know... I, I think part of that does come from the fact that most of the stuff was... like created by him or written by him to like him returning to like you know all the stuff he'd he'd done all his work does make it feel like you know the end but like that's most just yeah most just a byproduct of it being him indulging his own like you know universe i guess yeah it it, it it is like it like you when it's just martha and mickey and you're like okay he's saying goodbye to the companions and then it's sarah Mm -hmm. jane it's like all right, I guess we can make the argument that Sarah Jane came back with the tenth, but really, I she the person doing this should be the fourth. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Captain Jack, and you're like, okay, I guess. All right, that that kind of works, makes sense. And then he goes to see the daughter of the nurse, showing mm-hmm. he still hasn't gotten over it. Like straight up, the most simpiest man in the world. Uh, and then you get to Rose. I think Rose is the one that kind of tips it over for me because him going back to see Rose and saying, you're going to have a great year, 2005, mm-hmm. it really does feel like, and that's the end of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. You know, it really mm-hmm. does feel like, let's bring it up. We're brought it all full circle. And it's not. It's really not. But I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't bother me as much as I, as I, 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 might, I might make it sound like it is because. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it is just a meta complaint. Like, this is, has more to do with the production side of things bleeding mm-hmm. over into the story side of things. Mm-hmm. So, but overall, it's like, yeah, it's great. I just wish it wasn't so much so, like, <clears throat> and we, and Doctor Who is over. Mm-hmm. I will say, I, I do really, really love that, that Rose bit. Um, the bit I really love as well is that, um, like, this late in, like, sells the idea that she knows what's going on like so well in the in the Luke and Sarah but you know when she like sees them and she like you can see on her face that she instantly knows okay you're like this is the end for for this one um yeah I do think <laughs> I do think like having the context of why Jack is alone and why he looks so sad that that scene is like kind of oh, funny. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> but knowing that he's there like because he's after like killing his grandson and what's happened to the earth and the doctor's like, What if you got laid? 
and then that that scene plays out. I do, I I do like it. Oh. I do like it. I'm not as I think I part somebody about part two just doesn't sit with me for some reason. I I think it's just because it's so like you know it's such a build up of ideas. Um, like I kind of think it's a bit whatever. Um. I'm gonna look, okay. I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna go through like specific parts of this. Um, yeah. Um, Brian Cox ooze. Do you think uh, that ooze says "fuck off" to people as well? Oh my god. Um, do, you picture, do you see that picture? Do you see that picture? Brian Cox. Um, on I think it was the Tonight Show, where he's like wearing. Yes, we're wearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what a uh, crazy yeah, I, I, aspire, what a... <laughs> I aspire. I aspire to that level of. That man is like, oh, I've done it. I've I've had my HBO show and I'm done. Every time the thing that's weird is like, I had seen Brian Cox before Succession, but mm-hmm. it hadn't registered to me that it was Brian Cox. Like he's mm-hmm. in an adventure in space and time, but it had never registered to me. Like, oh, this is Brian Cox. It's not until after Succession that now whenever I watch something, it's like that's Brian Cox. Like he's in a lot. He's in Zodiac, mm-hmm. and I was like. Huh. There you go. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Uh, voicing a nude. Um, I do like that. Um, I do like that. Uh, it's like an extension of what happened in Wars of Mars. That like, because 10 is like, you know, so, so like worried or whatever that he's made. So he, he makes it. So much worse by the fact that he he won't show up to the Oud sphere, mm-hmm. um, especially when Oud Sigma's was like, you know, come on, mate, you know, you're 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 taking your fucking time here. Um, okay, the cult of Saxon is such a. I love the idea. I think it's I think it's such a funny idea that they, they, like there's a there's a secret cult. I mean, funny in a good way. It's been a secret cult this entire time because, like, today that would be a Facebook group rather than a, um, you know, it would be like, like the cult of Saxon would be like QAnon today rather than being like, you know, a secret mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it mm-hmm. reminded me of, of when, um, I was like Nadine Dory's the, the politician, uh, wrote a book about Boris Johnson recently because she loves Boris Johnson. And all the chapters were named after James Bond films, um, which I thought was quite funny. Uh, I, which means, yeah. Why would, why would you tell me that? <laughs> now, why would you tell me that? Why would I'm you trying... share that information with me? Do you think I want to know these things? <laughs> well, do you think I, want... to... I, I was happy. I was happy until five <laughs> seconds ago. Wait, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Wow. I was like, hear what? I just wonder I heard a woman talking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Listen, before well, we go on with this yeah. episode, I just want to tell you. So mm-hmm. uh, this, um, I think it's an Australian newspaper, put out a mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Who A to Z for mm-hmm. the celebrate the 60th. So I want you to guess, uh, what do you think A is for? Uh, absorb it off. <laughs> it is. <laughs> B, B is for Billy. <laughs> C is for cool. <laughs> because Master said bow ties are cool. D is for daughter. E is for exterminate. F is for female. <laughs> G is for guest. H is for hardnell. I is for ire. What the fuck? <laughs> Six people complained to Ofcom when a 2014 episode had two females of a different species kissing. Ugh. J is for Jack. Okay. K is for K9. L is for Lass. What? It's a K9. K9, yeah. M is for Monster. N is for Neckwear. <laughs> o is for One Off, as in Paul McGann's solo appearance, the Ape Doctor. P is for Patrick. Q is for Quirky. And then the, their citation is Peter Capaldi bore the TARDIS between 2014 and 2017. <laughs> it was quirky. R is for regeneration. S is for Suntaran. T is for TARDIS. U is for... Uh-oh. 
Colin Baker played the character between 1984 to 1986. <laughs> what the? V is for veto. What? Benedict Cumberbatch and Hugh Grant both turned down the chance to play the Doctor. No, that is not didn't. a veto. And that's not it, true. All, yeah. <laughs> w is for Warzel. <laughs> and that's not even have anything to do with Doctor. X is for X-rated. Famed for its saucy sex scenes, new Dr. Gagwa is best known for Netflix hit Sex Education. Y is for Yikes! Weird aliens have included the Candyman. And the Adipose. And the Yeti. Okay. And Z is for Zany. Wow. Uh, <laughs> was it like, uh, I don't even know. Speaking of Zany and Quirky. And, um, what do you think of what I think of the master? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> let's, talk, really, let's talk. I don't know. I thought I thought it was funny. I... Can I can I put down a bull claim? Top three perform top three master performances of all time. Um up there anyway. John Sim and these two. Um I like when he says spectacular. And um I want a video of just uh <laughs> you have you seen the com- discombobulate videos? I want. I'm gonna do two videos out of like that one. I want one where it's just every shot of him gnawing at that food, mm-hmm. and every time they try to talk, he keeps gnawing at it. And also, I want one of the scene at the end where Tenet is spinning around with the fucking gun and going. Why is he? He reloads the gun every single time he turns around. Like it. Um, it's so funny. But I, I like him. I think it's because. I think it's because they specifically are like, he is nutso mm-hmm. uh, in this one. He is cuckoo crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's okay. That's all right. He's acting a little bit more outrageously because that is what he's supposed to be acting like at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's lo- lost control. I think it works. And I think the thing that really makes it work for me is that his plot is generally terrifying. I mm-hmm. I am so scared of hive minds. I think that's such a scary thing. And so the scene at the end where like everyone turns into him, it's he he, he makes it funny with like mm-hmm. waving at everybody and throwing hats around. There's a shot where he where one master throws a hat back and then another master in the background picks it up. And I was like, for 2009, that is really fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 2009 on a BBC budget, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. But he he managed to make it funny without ever ruining the um, underlying terror per se uh, you know underneath mm-hmm. it. it i had i had i think this is top yeah i would say this is top i think his best performance as the master is yet to come yeah uh because I, I just think that one is him doing you know delgado and mm-hmm. ainley mm-hmm. well more delgado than ainley mm-hmm I really um, think that the, the thing that the thing that for me when I was a kid when I was younger and watching these episodes I was like, well, but I've seen like one thing of the master, you know, and I mm-hmm. know that he's not supposed to act all this crazy, but when you watch Alien, it's like it kind of is. That's kind of his vibe. It's Delgado, the one that's like, oh, I'm I'm a dapper kind of cool guy. I mean, there's a reason why they named him his his incarnation. Apparently, is named the Charming Master. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you would, you'd never see Anthony Ainley uh, devouring a burger and then yelling, dinner time! And I could see Anthony Ainley doing it in that. He should have. To be honest with you, he should have. Um, he also should have yeah. said, it's real, and then but, uh, flew off with lightning. Like the, like yeah. People make fun of the lightning, but the lightning, to me, makes sense. I don't like, I don't like the dark. It the, makes it makes sense, like if, uh, well, if if you if you if you write with the idea that like he got so messed up during the potion thing that like his biology got changed over that it kind of makes sense. Um, I think it's a good way with the with the thing like you know he keeps turning to a skeleton like briefly. It's a good way of doing like the 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 old fashioned like the cane stuff like they used to do with um like Jeffrey Beavers and stuff. You know, it's a good way of doing like the kind mm-hmm. of you know he's thing. Um, one of the funniest scenes of all time is when he's like, you know, he he freaks out the two guys by saying like, "Oh yeah, I am." Actually. And he flies towards the camera and yeah, 
he turns into a skeleton, but also the fact that like they run back to the 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 van and you get that one like like quick zoom in of the of the two skeletons that are like still yelling. Yes. That, that is such, <laughs> such a- I, I need to confirm this, but I am pretty sure that shot is in the back of the uh uh complete David Tennant years. <laughs> By the way, fucking misnomer, right? Oh my god, I just remembered that the I pre-ordered that uh, Doctor Who series 1 to 13 mm-hmm. Blu-ray, so it should be coming over anytime now, and I don't have any space in my thing, so that's going to well, be throw, fun. Th- throw out some stuff. Yeah, so let me just check real quick. Hold on, this is exciting podcasting. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Because the thing is, when he's he's president, he kind of has an American accent. Mm-hmm. But then it cuts to him as like the Chinese leader, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I almost like froze up, like, oh no, oh no, and then he just, I like, we dodged that bullet. Um, yeah. Speaking of dodging bullets, someone who dodges bullets a lot is James Bond. Um, and Timothy is James Bond. Yeah, he's spitting. He's spitting. He spits a lot. Well, they got but, but, they. They know how to use it's a really good use of Dalton, even though if mm-hmm. you think about it, he mostly just walks down corridors and stands <laughs> in one location. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like it's kind of the same reason you would get like um Brian Blessed, because he has mm-hmm. a really good voice and he can mm-hmm. make standing still look very, very, you know, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Especially when he he has that thing like four or five times in that one scene where he puts his hand out to like change stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, wearing uh, the re- the resurrection gauntlet glove from Torchwood. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's good. He's good. I think um, he's really good. I think yeah. uh, out of all the, I feel like you know I have a contentious relationship with the Time Lords because my only knowledge of the Time Lords is from the new series. I have yet to watch a lot of the old series, mm-hmm. and so I feel like the Time Lords are alternatively like a threat or just kind of there. It does really feel like nobody knows what to do with the Time Lords. Not even Moffat kind of knows what to do with the Time Lords. Mm -hmm. I I mean, the best thing that came out of the new series with the Time Lords was uh, Hellbent or Heaven Sent. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing that came out of using the Time Lords as a plot device. But otherwise, again, that's why I'm like... I I don't really care that the Time Lords all died again in series thirteen in series twelve because they really don't do much for me. They just kinda mm-hmm. just kinda exist. They're kind of a plot point. This is like some this is their most threatening, and I feel like unless you bring them back, it does feel like the time war is like you have kind of quote unquote ruined them, you know? Mm-hmm. They're now evil. And every time you bring them back, you have to contend with that fact. And it's like, I feel like they don't want to. And they shouldn't, because it's kind of a boring thing for you to worry about. You know? Like, it's kind mm-hmm. of like you got better things to do. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He's Support. good in this. He's good and, in this. No, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. He's good in this. I also like uh, the lady that. Uh, says, I think we're doing a bad thing. And he goes, uh, wrong opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Dissects her. Yeah, you're canceled. I I Um, never noticed that. I never noticed that uh, they had the um, the bit with um, comparing them to the Weeping Angels. mm -hmm. The ones that the the ones that are like covering their faces. I think I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I think overall, you know, I'm like overall. This is a really fun uh, use of the, of the Dal of the Daleks. I feel like a very fun use of the Time Lords, and and you know if you had to get Timothy Dalton for something, I'm glad it was for this. Mm-hmm. Um, three things: one, did you know that originally, not originally, but at one point they were going to have it be like the Daleks and the Time Lords had teamed up, and that they were going to do that instead of just having it be Time Lords, which I think is a better option than doing Time Lords and. I mean, Daleks too. Um, another thing is that it's interesting that the next two times we see Time Lords, it's like directly related to this because Day the Doctor, like they even re- they, they reference like in this, like the Doctor has the moment, which is what mm-hmm. we see in Day the Doctor, and like the next time yeah. we see, and after like in like in series nine, they were gonna get Dalton back, but he was too busy for series nine, so they got um uh, Erasmus Tarkin instead to play. To play Rathalon, but like, oh my god, that's him! Mm-hmm. Wow, he, he, he doesn't say you disappoint me, uh, Sarah Jane Smith. He he just he just uh, does his thing. You um, disappoint yeah. me, Peter Capaldi. Uh, uh, Wilfred, Wolf, Marsh. Um, makes me cry in this. He's really cry. good. He's really good. It's it's like, like the the two scene, like the 
the scene in the cafe and the scene when they're in this in this uh, spaceship, the uh, cribbins makes me cry on both of those so much. Yeah, yeah. When he knocks four times, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's him. Mm-hmm. It, it was him all along. And it's such a good. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go, sorry, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's such a good use of he will knock four times because mm-hmm. you're caught. Because by that time, by the time that it happens. You've been reminded of it, but you've also forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, really good. Really good. Uh, when he's like, you're a great man. I, I don't want you to die. Please don't die. Uh, I start crying. Um, I do like how mm-hmm. um, how you, st- like, you get, you get like, the kind of residual afterburns of Wars of Mars with not only the Kim wasting time before actually showing up but also with that like final speech now he's like i could have been so much more you know bloody bloody blue um i really love that like they really lean into him like you know finally accepting that like he has to he has to go he can't just keep like pushing away he can't keep just doing stuff um that he knows that like he's fucked up like even yeah, in the cafe, I've, where in the cafe where he's like, you know, I've I've really messed up. Like I I can't, you know. I've lived too long. Yeah. And then it comes back with when he has that whole speech where he's kind of like, "But I'm great. I'm awesome. Like you're nothing." And Wolf is like, <laughs> "Wolf is like, yeah, 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 definitely. Leave me behind. I I don't care. I've lived enough." Mm-hmm. But then that he's like, "Oh, I have lived too long. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. I just crossed the line, and I gotta die." This this mm-hmm. version of me has to die mm-hmm. because, and I feel like there's a comic called uh, the fourth Do- the four doctors, which is like a, a ten, eleven, and twelve comic, mm-hmm. and uh, they come back to this as like the moment that if the doctor had let Wilf die, he would have become quote unquote the Time Lord victorious, mm-hmm. which is like yeah, this yeah. is like this is such a so effectively tr- framed as. This is it. He by saying I could do so much more, why can't I survive? You have crossed the line. And that's mm. it. And mm. now you gotta die. Yeah, you gotta die. Um the um I I I I laughed a lot when um they go back to his house briefly and Sylvia sees them and they have that exchange where it's like, you know, you can't be here. Merry Christmas. You too. You gotta get out of here, but Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um, the, uh, uh, what else? Uh, Joshua Naismith, um, Martian Manhunter from David Harewood. Uh, I think he's good, even though he doesn't really get much to do beyond, you know, uh, drink wine or champagne, sorry, on a throne and, and laugh about, about things. Oh, can you, can you hear that? Hear what? I, I, I keep thinking I'm hearing something. I'm, I'm like Poirot in hit film Haunting Venice. Uh, great movie. Great movie. Uh, Shimmer. Oh lord, she's a cactus. Um, those guys are hanging around. They look like cactuses. Um, or cacti. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's racist. That's <laughs> God damn it, guys! I actually laughed at that one. <laughs> the cactus. That's cacti. That's <laughs> racist. racist. Um, yeah, I don't know, like. Uh, one of the things that, I, that came to me as well is that um, if this didn't happen, and I like, w- like we're saying this before the Star Beast has happened. We haven't seen Star Beast. It's not that. Yes, it's um, it's it, 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 it'll be out. It'll be out a month by the time you hear this. But it it hasn't come out for us yet. It hasn't. Um, um, it hasn't. Although part, yeah. you know what has just come out to us. Wow. Uh, the amazing news that uh, I actually really love this. <laughs> uh, Tubi has mm-hmm. every single uh, classic mm-hmm. Doctor Who story, <laughs> which I mean, isn't that fucking perfect? <laughs> isn't that beautiful for everything to end up in Tubi? <laughs> that's, you know what? That's why I'm like, that's why I love Doctor Who. Even at its peak, even at its like most popular, it still manages to be <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, 
like it, like they have a Disney deal, and you and they were like, great, we have a Disney deal. It's time for us to go corporate. But somewhere in the back of their head, there's like a little four beat going. Give it to Tubi. Give it to Tubi. <laughs> give it to Tubi. <laughs> I love that man. This I this fucking show. I think I think it's a really it's a real missed opportunity to have not not have the part two intro say uh, David Tennant and John Sim and John Sim and John mm-hmm. Sim. John. <laughs> <laughs> it, it keeps saying his name even like when the episode yeah. starts. It's still it's yeah. still saying and John Sim. Um, Speak like going back to Sim. There's that one moment where like he it's it's when like like they're doing like the, the um interrogation bit where like he's strapped up and uh, Wolf is on the chair and you know, John Sim's like being like you know why is your phone ringing when everyone else is me and stuff like that and like he he like rolls his neck and like cracks his neck. Oh yeah, like, I love yeah, that it's too. So it's so but the way he does it's so crazy. Like it's such like a. Yeah. It's such a great physical thing. That seems good. Um, we we have to talk about this whole phenomenon that it's kind of died out. But it was born from the comic book guy. Um, worst episode ever thing that they mm-hmm. they reference in here. That's like a thing that's like died out completely. That used to be so prevalent and like they reference it everything. here. When yeah, the doctor's like worst rescue ever. And he's going, he's going on the stairs, and he's still strapped. Oh, up to that's the, a reference. Okay, I yeah, guess with, with him tied into his little like, like thing, his knees are up. He looks <laughs> looks in pain. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing, like, okay, I w- I want to get one word answers on how you feel about each of these things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Whew. Martha and Mickey. Uh, nope. Mm-hmm. That is, it's it just it feels. We'll go back to that. We'll we'll come back to because I'm gonna go through the ones as well. Um, the Luke and Sarah Jane scene. Yeah. Uh, Jack and Alonzo. Good. Very Newman. Okay. Hmm. Um. And I guess the 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 Sylvia and Wolf thing with with uh, what do you take? I went back and got the, right. Uh, yeah, I, fantastic. It, yeah, like the, the way their faces change. Like when he's like Jeff Noble, his name was, and like, you can see them both start crying. It's like it's making me cry right now. Thinking of it, um, it make me cry for different reasons. Martha and Mickey is just it feels like such a weird like whiff. It feels like such a like, weird like, a, idea. It's like why they never yeah. shared anything before. <laughs> they had like one scene. Like they have, like, they don't even have a scene together at the end of. But well, they they have one scene when when they're flying the fucking thing in Jerry's end, and, like that's it. Like there's no other like, like there's no like, like why why is that a, a thing that you like spring for? Because like the, the mm-hmm. thing that comes up again is that ninth Doctor comic where um she turns into a gargoyle and Nick is like, you gotta help us. Martha is a gargoyle. And the ninth Doctor's like, who's Martha? And Mickey's like, she's my wife. And Doctor's like, oh, she's a gargoyle? Okay. Um, really, really weird little arc they did there. Um, yeah, but yeah, like the, like, the, like I know that the, the very new one thing's a bit like a hat and a hat. Um, yeah. Yeah it's, I, like... I, I, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I do, I do like that last bit where, you know, he's like, she's like, you know, was she Are happy? you happy? Yeah, yeah. are you happy? And he's like, hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we now know that Luke was fresh off the rackweed, so you know he's he's still a bit kind of you know he's still figuring things out. Um, so wait, he didn't turn into the master then? He wouldn't have because he wasn't human, was he? Because he wasn't human. So yeah. was it just Sarah Jane? <laughs> Sarah Jane, Ronnie, uh, Clyde, Clyde. Um, Ronnie's uh, Geek and Harish. Um, yeah. That must have been that must be really freaky, like especially for him. Like, like all his friends are are this one guy. Um, yeah, the brigadier yeah, I mean, turned into the master. <laughs> the brigadier, the brigadier turned, turned, yeah. Um, who uh, Mark Grantham that turned into him. Um, uh, I don't know. Gwen Cooper would turned into him. And, um, oh my god! No, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Billis Manger probably would have. Actually, no. Actually, I've listened to the the 
Billis and Warmaster thing, and um, the way it, it, it like I it's great. I think the the like the one specific one, the way they mm-hmm. like, recontextualized who Billis is, is really good in it. Um, yeah, I got really excited after finishing, being like, "Oh, it'll be really great if he comes back." And I realized that um, it was the last same. Like, they they are like they were like this is the last same Murray recorded with us before he died. Aww. So there'll be no more. Um, it's sad. Um, the sound is tangible. Um, what is he saying? He says, he says, like, the sound is tangible. Someone could only have designed this, but who? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I so, wonder it, who. It's, it's so, like, operatic at times, I think, is a way to describe it. It's so, like, you know, it's so kind of, it's crazy, but it's crazy in a good way. Yeah. Um, he's, that's yeah. the thing that he's really good at that I like mm-hmm. is that he's so, like, it's big. It's big and it goes mm-hmm. big. And the fact that it goes big makes it more emotional and makes it feel more real. I like it when Doctor Who goes small, but I also like it when it goes big. Because mm-hmm. there's no other show on Earth that can do that. You know, I feel like, I mean, I, I would say like Star Trek can do it, but but Star Trek, you can't have one <laughs> one week a Waters or Mars and the others an end of time. You know, they still mm-hmm. need to like balance it all, it all out. It really feels like Doctor Who is the only show that can do that. Because at, at its core, it is a very empathic show. It's and this is the most, this is one of the most empathic stories of the entire revival era. Because it is basically like we're just watching a man come with, with grit to grips with the idea that he's going to die, which mm-hmm. we all are. We mm. all are eventually going to die. We're all going to go through this process in one way or another. But he literally has to like that's the, that's also goes back to the thing i mentioned at the start about this being kind of like a a book closing thing the way he talks about regeneration where it's like i die and another man saunters away it's like yeah it is the same person but also it's not mm-hmm. it is not so that it must be a very traumatizing thing to experience and and i feel like and again i know i complained about this at the start but that's the thing that this episode does so well which is really makes us understand that like regeneration it means the show is changing but it also means that a part of the show and a part of our lives is dying and it's over do i think that it is diminished slightly by the fact that he's coming back by for three episodes kind of i think the the finality of it and i think i i trust rtd will address this i mean you guys will have seen those episodes so we don't know Mm. what it's going to be like but i feel like one of the great things about the regeneration process is that it introduces a finality to things. And so every story we have with these characters becomes a little bit more special, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do, I do like that. Um, on that note, that I do wonder if this hadn't happened and if star beasts happens, um, does Donna's mental protection kick in then as well? Um, that's that's a that's a that's a that's like a if my aunt had will to be a bike kind of question. Um, it, it would be really funny if that if uh, at the start of Star Beast she sees the meep and mm-hmm. her defense activates and the meep dies and then the doctor's <laughs> like, oh well, I can't get Donna. And actually, the true companion was Verity Newman all this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they just filmed scenes with Catherine Tate to trick you. <laughs> um, going back to like really early stuff. Um, just a couple of crap back things I liked. Um, the Silver Cloak would be like a good spin-off, I think. You used to like old people going around, you know, like, like Cocoon meets X-Files. Um, that's my pitch. Um, just do like a Silver Cloak show, you know, old people are, are finding yeah. names, they're having, they're having fun, they're, they're dancing around. Uh, the footage that David Harrow watches of... Um, the footage that David Harrod watches of like a JPEG or PNG of Johnson like running across uh, a fire uh, maybe laugh a lot the 144p footage because um, it looks so it looks so like I don't know what it looks, I don't know what it is about it but it looks so funny um, he locks the thing like a car and he says like a car that's like a, a delivery uh, the thing I love. It's it's something I love a lot is when they do like unspoken uh, stories. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, when he mentions like the king, uh, the the could have been mm-hmm. king and his army of. I have written down here the the could have been king, this army of of. Was it? I can scroll down. Uh, never wears and and might have been. Yeah, the scour degradations, um, the horde of travesties, the nightmare child, um, all this great stuff. There's also the thing at the start where um, he goes Wolf goes into the church and there's like a stained glass window with the. The little TARDIS. The little well. blue box. Yeah. And the woman shows up. The woman who I like to think is the doctor's father. Boop, boop, da, da, da. And um, then she regenerated. <laughs> I know that everyone has like, everyone was like, oh, she's Susan. Oh, she's uh, his mother. Um, I, I wonder if anyone's ever like, been like, well, it's Tech Tayoon. But also, he wouldn't know who that is. So, um, yeah, I like to think it's. Uh, let's just uh, throw the dartboard and. Took, I like to think it's the curator. There we go. <laughs> I like to think it's. You know, I really think it is. <laughs> you know, I really think it might. I, mean, I really think I I'm might. I'm gonna shoot the master. <laughs> I really think you might. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I think it's exciting. You know, we got um. Sorry, I keep hearing this thing. I don't know what you're talking about. This voice. It's this voice that keeps... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're so insane. You are almost as insane as the mood switch when uh, David Tennant originates into Matt Smith. Mm -hmm. Literally Uh, like a bang. It's like, Jesus Christ, guys. That that song that song never came back. That that one bit of music. Speaking of music, um, Valley de Chem and Valley. Oh yeah, are, the, are the the the, the <laughs> chorus version of the Tenth Doctor's theme. Mm-hmm. That's such good. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah, but 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 about the music. The bum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum ba dum. Um, very weird choice, as you're saying. Um, we'll go on to Matt Matt Smith, uh, next year. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. I think good. the last thing yeah. I, w- I would say about yeah. this is, uh, I hope they do a novelization, and I That's hope it I, is 800 pages long. I was gonna say and this I, is this is one that like really feels like it would benefit from a novelization. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be by him, but I assume he. Would Why give. not? Because oh, he's, he's be, busy. He's got like three hundred. Uh, right, of course. <laughs> What's he doing right now? He's not doing anything. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> that was genuine. I actually forgot for a sec. <laughs> What's he doing right now? <laughs> he's not busy. Um, we should actually we should talk about that. Is what that like? This was until recently his his last hurrah. Um, no, his last hmm. row was um, what you call it? Miracle Children Day. Ver- uh, Miracle Day. Oh, yeah, but like his his last real. I know. I'm joking. His, his last, actual his last real. Good, life. His last good horror. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it 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 like it really did feel like this was it. Obviously, until that one day where it was like, oh, by the way, uh, he's back. Um, it's that uh, <laughs> JJ. Uh, John Jefferson, he's back. Back. I I think I have again. We have not seen the three specials, mm-hmm. so I can only have hope. And my hope is that it's not just remember the the Doctor and Donna, and more like an actual news story mm-hmm. with doing different things. I don't feel like he would be the kind of person who would just go remember when the Doctor and the Donna were together. Mm-hmm. I think he would do more. But I have been sh- I have been proved wrong before, so I think there will be an aspect of remember when, but I think the remember when will be like, you know, part of the mystery of why why is it this again, rather than being like the whole point is remember when. Um, I just want to say I just want to say we can say this because we were nowhere near the the, the, the specials have already played. Mm-hmm. I really hope that whole like split regeneration thing is not true. Because we already have one extra tenant, mm-hmm. let's stop making more tenants. I think David Tennant should should. I think David Tennant he should get 
people should clap as he leaves the set. And he goes like, oh, I can come back in 10 years. And they were like, yeah, of course you can, buddy. Of course you can. Get into this van real quick. We're just going to send you somewhere else for a couple of years. And then we'll talk about it. Like, I love the guy, but he really needs to stop coming back. It's it's if in 10 years, it's like David Tennant is back. It's like, of course. It's like, what a surprise. Although, you know what? I take it all back. If I was him, I'd also keep coming back because it, mm-hmm. it legitimately seems like a fun gig. Mm-hmm. Although there is a certain bald individual who's probably watching from the shadows whenever he says he's leaving and then follows him to his car and says, look, I know you're leaving, but if you want to do this again, um, we got a studio. You could, from, you could do it from your home. You mm-hmm. could do it from your home. You don't even have to leave your home. Mm-hmm. All you have but to do thought- is just... <laughs> Cover cover the walls with uh, fucking um, uh, uh, duvets. Uh, and, yeah, and, and, and egg, we'll egg do it. Mm-hmm. And you've also got to meet Winston Churchill and uh, uh, anyone else we decided to meet. Uh, no, they, um, they can't do that anymore. Remember? No, no. The thing is, the thing is, they removed all those tweets because apparently Big Finish told them like this is libel, and uh, if you keep this up, we we might be able to to. Sue you, so take I think okay. I I don't believe that anymore. Then then I think I think there's something weird about that. I think what has likely happened is they're probably because they're ending so many range. There's like uh, so many series that are ending at the moment. Like they've ended the River one. They've ended the Bernie Summerfield one. They've ended like that. They they're winding down the War Doctor stuff. I think what's mm-hmm. likely going to happen is that they're going to just relaunch some stuff. And it's going to be like more of course. contained. It'll be more contained than like crossover heavy. I think. Honestly, um, if I was big finish, the thing I would do is I would, when series fourteen starts, or should I say series one? Series one. <laughs> I hate that again. Uh, when that starts, they should just relaunch everything you know like oh you don't Mm -hmm. need to listen to all that stuff to get into it but actually you should listen to all that stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) listen to all of it It, 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 it's like a it's like a promo they remember like we're brand new and then like there's like some subliminal messaging from bricks being like (laughs) like buy buy the robots buy the pattern roster again buy stories from peladon (laughs) buy stories from peladon (laughs) peladon 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 um yeah i don't know um i'm excited hey guys let's go let's get into Mm -hmm. uh the you know what i'm excited for with the next era there's some directors coming up that i really like Mm -hmm. one in particular and i think Mm -hmm. uh we might have a message from her play the message boop hello michelle hello david or david um and all pod Podder, boy, that makes that's a mouthful. Podder who casters, um, and it's Rachel Talalay, director of Stephen Moffat's uh, last three finales and the Christmas special Twice Upon a Time. And I hear you're uh, about to enter the fish fingers and custard era of your podcast, um, and uh, so I hope that that. Uh, is a joyful thing. Um, I think obviously I have quite a good deal of affection for that time period, um, as you can see from my artwork. Um, I'll give you a little display here of, of that um, and across to uh, some of my favorite posters from Stuart Manning. Um, and uh, so um, I want you to know how excited I am that you get to move on to this uh, era. Um, and I hope that you reach into your two hearts and uh, find the best parts of it. Um, and if possible, always quote Stephen Moffat uh, when, it, when in doubt. Um, but I hear that you are buying into the conspiracy theory that Beep the Meep is not real. And um, I'm here to tell you that that's what we want you to believe. But it is a very uh, carefully connived, put together uh, conspiracy theory to make you not realize that Beep the Meep really is real. Thank you very much. That's who I, that's who I was hearing the entire time. Oh, wow. A, oh, so it oh, wasn't I, a bit. It was no, foreshadowing. I, it was, for, oh, you know, what happened is I actually realized I live above a, a rift and I see into the future sometimes. Um, of course. Happens uh, to the best of us. App does. Uh, is there any point to say next time? Because it's going to be like, it's going to be a couple of months. 
I will. I will. Look, I, I think time. I think instead of next time, you should say next year. Next year. Right. What's going on here? What business is it of yours? It's totally my business. Anything happens to the prof, and I'm out of a job. What a humanitarian. Well, hello. Introductions are in order. Darius Pike, personal assistant and a supplier of ordered goods. A delivery boy, no less. Um, Georgie, stop. Don't use real names. Uh, okay, then. Stark reality. Hey. You okay, Prof? <laughs> I almost had them back. Hey, I'm sorry, Prof. Um... How can I make this up to you? Make this up to me? You have no idea what you've cost me. So this was a good idea, was it? They were leaving. Leaving is good. Never coming back is better. Come on, then! The doctor will see you now! work into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Is this world important? Important? What's that mean, important? Six billion people live here. Is that important? Here's a better question. Is this world a threat to the Atraxi? Well, come on, you're monitoring the whole planet. Is this world a threat? Are the peoples of this world guilty of any crime by the laws of the Atraxi? No. Okay. One more, just one. Is this world protected? If you're not the first lot to have come here, oh, there have been so many. And what you've got to ask is... What happened to them? Hello. I'm the doctor. <laughs> Basically... Run. That last body of yours, was he okay in the end? He always hurts, and there. So, how did you end up in this place? Uh, the Shanshi lured me. A mighty old battlefield just begging to be explored. Because I'm travelling with Amy now, and Rory. They got married, so I dropped them off at a honeymoon planet, which isn't what you'd think. It's not a planet for a honeymoon, it's a planet on a honeymoon. It married an asteroid. <laughs> then they nicked the TARDIS. The Shanshi, not Amy and, uh... Fortunately, I had all this wreckage to build the space-swapping doodah thing in the what's it. So you've got a married couple in the TARDIS? Mr and Mrs Pom. <laughs> I only left you because I got married. And, uh... Did you think I was stupid? Why do you say that? Well, I was a bit dumb. <laughs> Still am, I suppose. Now, what in the world would make you think that ever, ever, ever? And maybe Torchwood, it depends on when we record 11 straight weeks of K9. Wow, that's a lot of K9. And the clip of, of Matt Smith going like, whoa. Um... You should put a little bit of Smash going whoa, and then a little oh. bit of Torchwood going nobody can die, and then a little <laughs> bit of K9 going K9. <laughs> <laughs> Too slow, Robo Fuzz. Um, but yeah, I mean, are we done? 
we're done. We're done for the year. Thank you. Um, it's no, it's really weird. What? Two two years ago, we started. Oh, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, because I yeah. saw because I was looking back at my calendar and I saw a uh, Potter who cast record a first episode like February twenty twenty one. Oh, do you do you remember that? That was a that was a whole ordeal. Because yeah. my mic, my mic wasn't working, and then and also we all had, still had COVID, mm-hmm. <laughs> no vaccines, <laughs> no vaccine. We were um we had no like we had like no structures. We were we were doing like a half. We were going to the plot, and then we lost like half the thing after record because of some glitch. Um, we still had the five key points. We still had the, the next time where instead of a clip, it was three things from the episode. Um. We still had. According, yeah. according to my calculations, mm-hmm. I am pretty sure that the first episode we recorded is "Empty Child Doctor yeah, Dances." It is, and that was, and it was on the twenty third of January of twenty twenty one. Yeah, three two months after Doctor Who's anniversary. <laughs> Talk about timing. Of timing, Talk like that. Like we we did that, and then we did we did Rose after that. Which is when the structure came in. It's been like it's been two years of 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 this, and now it's gonna be hopefully six how, more years. Six more years. By, by, by the time we get to the the sixtieth stuff, it'll be like it'll be the eightieth. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't even joke. <laughs> <We've>, well, <laughs> it's it, it, it. What we could do is every K nine could be like one minute, one minute long. Like, like, like I have no... a better idea. Let's just not do K nine. <laughs> We're doing K nine. We, we've done one. We got to do the rest. Do the rest. If we do K nine, um, then we can do anything. Yeah, yeah. And by anything, we mean, of course. Uh, I'm thinking of some annoying spinoff. Um. Uh, the BBV spinoffs. If we oh, if we do the BBV spinoffs, we are that that's that's for that, that's monet. You, you gotta gonna monetize us for, for doing BBV. I'm not watching the Stranger again. Or um, actually, we 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 should do the Stranger. No, no, it's over. We Let's should. go. We can't. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Our um, thanks to Rachel Talloway. <laughs> Have a great New Year, everybody. Leave. Mm-hmm. I gotta go Happy before Christmas. we decide to do before we decide to do fucking BBV uh, porn. Oh my all, god, all, no! We do the we do the Auton trilogy. That's no, like, no, for the love of God. They're like half. They're half an hour long each. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Nick, I Nick already Nick, hate it. Nicholas Cage directs.